Welcome everyone to our three-hour book conversation where we discuss about one book every month that we read. Uh, our goal is really to read, review, and recommend book for you. And that's what we're going to be doing today. I'm your host, Lizette, you know. So welcome. Thank you for, for joining us today for the hashtag 3R conversation, book conversation with Lizette. Today we are going to review a book that we chose last month, The Truth We Hold by Kamala Harris. As you guys all know, we picked that book last month back in October and we were gearing up for one of the lifetime election and we obviously selected the book because Senator Kamala Harris was in the race on the ticket in this historic ticket with president-elect now Biden. And we wanted to read this book as part of a series of reading book by black author that we're doing until the end of the year. So we wanted to end the year on a high note with one of the best black women you can have right now. And I'm so excited to tell you guys or wherever you're gonna be listening to this episode, Senator Kamala Harris is now vice president-elect. So she has won the election on the ticket, on this historic ticket with uh, president-elect Biden. So it's so exciting to read a book because the book is so timely. It's so important. Uh, I'm also excited today. I'm not going to be the only one on the podcast today because I've always wanted to, this is a good conversation from our online Facebook book club called hashtag 3R club. And I'm excited today to have Chantal, one of our members, join us. So uh, we're going to get started. As usual, our framework is the same. If you have been following this uh, podcast, you know our framework is the same. And I'm going to remind you our framework is always, uh, we started by talking why we select the book, the three ahas that we got from the book, our two takeaways and one action plan, and then we proceed with our review. So I'm excited about the conversation. Chantal, welcome. Thank you for being here with us today. Can you tell us, can you tell us and everybody that is listening to us, like what got you excited about the book? Because there's so <laughs> many books that we've been reading, but you show up today for this one. So what got you excited for this um, book? Yes, my, again, my name is, I'm so happy to be here with you, Lizette. What made me come today to discuss the book is mainly the, let me just say the truth, is the election, right? <laughs> so Miss Kamala Harris got elected. So I want to know who is my vice president-elect, right? So that's the first question. I, I've heard about her, I've read about her, but I've never dived into her book to get a personal view of how she thinks, basically. So this book is helping me do that. Like, I want to know who's, who's going to be our vice president to begin with. I want to know her ideas, her point of views on um, different topics. And the, this book did just that. And that would be why I'm here, but I'm going to continue being here, Lizette. <laughs> awesome, awesome. So I'm so happy to have you here. So let's dive in. 
I, just like you, have been somehow a fan of Kamala Harris since she has popped in the national state, let's say, but I've known about her, I would say since 2012, you know, because, because she was district attorney in California, so we start hearing about her, I think at some point when Eric Holder was changing and they wanted to pick somebody else, especially a woman as a attorney general. And she did talk about that. So that's the first time that I heard about her and me being a feminist, let's just be for real, and always a supporter of women and especially black women, I was attracted to her. And she's not only attracted to her because of her beautiful woman that she is, because you gotta give it to her, she's beautiful, but she's wit smart too, you know? So uh, it, it's a great combination. And I mean, why, why won't you love her, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <Truthfully. yes. laughs> So that's why I was attracted to her. So full transparency for everybody that know me, I have been supporting her from day one, you know? So I was, I was excited to pick the book to, to read it uh, personally, but also to share it with uh, our group because our group is women only book club. And I felt like, you know, no matter your political affiliation, we can always learn from this great woman that she is. And I, as you mentioned, she's going to be our next vice president. So we want to know about her. So let's get into it. And I, Lizette, Lizette, let's not forget that she's starting something, but she's not going to be the last, right? This is the first ever female vice president elect for our country. So yes. that's one thing I believe that, you know, let's let's not talk about any political views but that's one thing that all of us as women should be proud of right we should be proud of her yes. and she's not going to be the only one yes and she does talk about that a lot in her book that she's not gonna be the only one because i wanted to introduce her properly not only she's gonna be our vice president elect but she's gonna be the first woman to take that office. Not only that, she's going to be the first woman of color to take that office, but not only that, she's going to be the first black woman to take that office, but not only that, she's going to be the first Asian American. So mm -hmm. all these people, all this glass ceiling that she's shattering matter. Mm -hmm. And uh, even for a little girl or, and even a little boy, it will help them understand that women can reach such a higher office. In, in the land. So that's super important. That was a great praise. I love it. Leave it. <laughs> yeah. I, oh, I, wow. wrote, I wrote it down. So yes. I'm, glad, I'm glad that like you she's, she's breaking all these ceilings that all we have. All these ceilings yeah. that we have because we've been wanting so bad to have a woman in the highest office, but we just didn't know what kind of woman we we're going to get. And as a faith has uh, prepared it, it's the kind of woman that will just make it so that everybody can see their self in her, you know? So represent, representation matter, and it's really important for future generation to have her. Yes, totally. All right, so let's get started. My three ahas. Aha. Number one for me is really about her childhood story, you know, and th th that's one of the reasons why I like to pick up those kind of book and uh, full transparency. This is not the first political political figure because no matter what you call her, she's still a political figure, right? I've had book from Condoleezza Rice, so I'm telling you guys so you know that it does not matter the political affiliation. I like when a woman is doing something good, I want to know about it, you know? I don't care what political. So I have a, I've read Condoleezza Rice book. I never finished it because I'm a serial book reader. <laughs> <laughs> 
my goal until we started this podcast and the book club was never to finish a book, but I've started it and it was not fun. I also have a Hillary Clinton book, all, most of all her book, I've read them, you know, and I've had Barack Obama book, I have Blink Clinton book. So I've read a lot of politician books and uh, some of them started, most of them, they don't talk about too much of their childhood, they gloss over it, they're more policy driven, but I love that Kamala diving into her childhood story and i felt like she grew up from a family like a family that i grew up with maybe i was on the other side of africa but she was here obviously we're not the same age but just by the description she was giving us i could tell that she she came up from a very middle class family but the part that i love 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 the most is her mother i could relate because i the description of her mother that she gave us she said her mother is a petite a strong woman. And if anybody know me, I'm petite and I take the mantle of a strong woman highly seriously. So, and another thing that she said about her mom is her mom came here at age 17 to do a research on breast cancer, uh, breast cancer. And if you know me, I came here barely at age 18 in this country. So I could relate everything she was saying, how her, her grandfather in India allowed her mom to come here being such a young age and not even knowing how to take the airplane the first time. Just that immigrant story of how you leave your family behind and you come to a land of not knowing anybody and trying to make it, but also the fact that her mom came here, she got her PhD and she is a breast cancer researcher. And as you guys know, also, if you don't know, I have a breast cancer foundation. So those, those stories that she mentioned about her mom, just I, I could relate to it. And if I can relate to something, it totally makes sense to me. So that was one of the ahas that I had. I will let you go to your three ahas when I finish mine, Shantan. Okay, so no problem. I, I'm curious if we had the same aha. Even if you <laughs> do, please share it. My yeah. second aha is her love story with her husband, Doug. And I like to call him Doggy because she called him Doggy too. I feel like... I feel like he's now our guy too, right? Because he's married to our girl. So I like how she talked about how they met because I can I could also relate to that because... I started dating my husband, I was already a professional, meaning I was already an adult. I have my job, you know, I know what I wanted in life. I dated my husband, not as late as her, but I dated my husband in my third, in my, in my, in my late 20, but I got married in my 30. But I was already a whole woman. I knew what I wanted. And the part that I relate to was when he called her and she sent him her schedule, like for the whole month, you know, she's like, I'm mm -hmm. such a busy woman. Mm -hmm. And that's a funny story that my husband always say that when he called me the first time and he said when can I talk to you and I was like you can call me uh Thursday Friday and Saturday after 9 p.m and he was like that's what, funny what what kind of girl is this but when <laughs> he always said that that kind of like impressed him but also kind of like is she is she full of shit you know mm -hmm. like but I had my schedule like I was in graduate school and I was working full-time so I didn't really have time Thursday mm -hmm. Friday and Saturday was the only evening where I was free. And because when I'm free, I'm watching TV. So she was also that kind of like busy woman. So when Doug asked her her schedule, if for those of you that are reading the book, she also gave her calendar almost and tried to fit him in her calendar. And I love that part because for those of you that might be listening, another thing that I love about her love story is it's never too late to find love, you know? She found love almost like six years ago. She was already in her late 40s when she met Doug, right? But 
but sometimes you know men are fearful because they're like you're a career woman you're professional you're so powerful she doesn't have time no mm-hmm. when we i mean i'm married but i'm just talking uh, on behalf of single professional <laughs> when we single woman strong powerful woman when we find the right guy we'll fit you in our schedule basically that's what that's that that's the part that i like and i want my friend that are single to take that as a lesson and say you know don't be so busy that when you even meet the right guy shop him out pay attention and when you meet the right guy fit him in your schedule just like kamala fit dog in her schedule so that was my second haha and my third (laughs) haha it's not so much a big haha but i when i'm reading a book i'm paying attention things that connect to me are things that relate to me right so at some point in her mom career her mom moved to canada if you remember in the story right yes yes to canada and kamala hated it and i (laughs) hate canada too the first time i was supposed to come to north america was supposed to go to canada and i vehemently disagree with my parents and that didn't happen but she so she explained how she hated it but they went anyway and she learned french or so-called tried to learn french and that was like such a bad thing for her so just that story also i love it so those mm-hmm. are my three ha-has okay. so chantal what are your ha-has ah i love listening to you <laughs> is it okay so my first one is definitely also the childhood but the, far, the reason why it was an aha moment for me was mainly what you mentioned earlier, which was she came from, Kamala came from like a middle class, right? So that was, I felt the same as well because I came from a middle class back in Africa. So like she wasn't sheltered at all. That's the part that I loved. Like her mom, even though her mom was a cancer researcher, her mom still wanted her to know how to cook, for example, right? So we kind of, she went over that a little bit. And because her mom and her dad got divorced, so they got married at such an early age that they got divorced not long after, right? So I kind of love that she showed us how strong her mom was as a single mother. Now, I don't relate to that at all because my parents are still married and I'm still married, happily married, in fact. But I, I always empathize with single mothers because it's not easy. It's not easy to be a full-time mom having kids and also with her mom working. I'm sure that she didn't have time, but she always made a point. Her, their mom, Shamala, if I did, that's her name. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. Yep. She always made um, sure that she's taking care of her kids, that the, the, her kids think that they are her, all, her whole world. So I was, re- I love that part because my mom was a doctor. Lizette, I don't know if we've ever talked about my family. No. My mom used to work for WHO, so World Health oh. Organization. So we were three girls, but my dad was the one that took care of us because he was the one that was home all the time. Wow. My mom was traveling all the time. We used to call her in French, it's called Pigeon Voyager. You know that, right? <laughs> yeah, so yeah. that's how we used to call her. She would go um, out of town maybe like once every two weeks. Wow. Yeah. So I never like, and then she came to the U.S. She went to UCLA for her master's. I was like, that was like in 92. And we were with my dad for like two years for her master's. We didn't see her for two years. So I kind of felt, you know, that when I was reading the book that, hey, you know, the mom is busy, but I didn't feel in the book that she wasn't giving her kids time. I know Kamala talked about going to this lady, 
Remember the lady? Yeah, the neighbor. Mm-hmm. Yes, the neighbor, neighbor. The auntie, yes. But she, ne- she never said it in a bad way, right? That she was missing her mom because I guess the mom was always making sure that they felt loved and they were feeling like they could see her at all times. Right. Let me see. That was my aha moment. So the, really the childhood for real. And then my second aha moment, I'm going to say, it's probably going to be here. It's going to be not like, I want to say it's an aha moment, but it's also like, I felt like I needed to know more about like when she was talking about when she met dog, Lizette, I felt like she just gave us like phase one, phase two, phase three. Right? Like, I felt like I needed more information and maybe the book wasn't set for that. Right? Like the book was more for, you know, talking about her life and then her political views. Right? Yes. So I, I felt like I missed something. Said, like there was something there that I was missing unless, you know, Doug was just her, like, how do you call it? Like hers. Right. And then it just happened all that quickly. I don't know if that, if you felt the same way, like I felt like she met him and then all of a sudden they got married. Yes, I think the relationship moved quickly. I agree. Okay, 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 okay. But I also agree because I'm that kind of woman too. I'm sure if I write a book about myself, there would just be a couple of paragraphs about me and my husband. I know. It's actually the same for me too because my husband and I started dating on the first date, which is kind of weird. But I see where you're coming from. Like when you know, you know, right? Yeah, exactly. And that's kind of like my message is like when you're Mm -hmm. grown Mm -hmm. and you know what you want, when you It makes it easy. It's just easy. And then it just progressed faster, you know, Mm. because they were old. I mean, they're all all, older for. So, yeah. So I didn't feel like I I agree with you that it was a mm -hmm. short part, which is good. But the story was short because she- Yes, probably because it was short, right? (laughs) It was, well, it, was, it was probably shorter than her, 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 her childhood story. Yes, yes, exactly. That's how I felt. Like, he was, came in, and, and you're right. It's probably because they were both adults. They knew what they wanted. So there was, like, no courting, no joking. You know what I mean? Like, no playing around, just going straight to, hey, I like you. You like me? Can we go out? Yeah, because even dog, she said that dog say maybe on the second or third date, she was mm-hmm. 39. She was trying to get Chinese food or something or Thai food. I remember and I was like, oh, another thing that I love about her. I like Thai food. I like Thai food too. And then she was like, he just sat there and say, I want to spend the rest of my life with you. And I'm like, what is he doing? You know? Exactly. Yeah. Yep. And then, yep. And then he apparently planned that they were gonna they were gonna go to he was Florence, going to propose, right? Propose in Florence, propose. but then mm-hmm. he bought a ring and he was like such a such in a rush and he just proposed there, right? So mm. which is goofy from his part, like make it romantic. But mm-hmm. I ju- but in through that story, I was like, What is he doing? What is he doing? And then he just proposed. And then I agree with you, she didn't tell us the Florence, like when you guys went to Florence, yes. what happened? Do you see what I mean? Yeah, yes, I agree with you. I was like the whole time I'm reading and i'm waiting i'm like what happened in florence (laughs) it's not a romance book (laughs) exactly exactly that's where i was going with it i used to not be like a non-fiction type of reader oh Um, i became a non-fiction maybe a couple of years ago okay so, so I you still, still do waiting. You still waiting for yes. I was part. waiting for like the picture perfect ending, <laughs> but I got more political views, which is good because Lizette, I'm not really. I don't think I'm like you because I know you're always like up to date on everything, right? Everything politics. 
I'm not. I'm I know a political the, junkie. Yes, I know the gist <laughs> of it, right? But I'm not like a junkie for it. Does that make sense? Right. So right. this kind of helps me to understand. And to be like, I, yes. And now I'm actually more interested. Like, I want to know more. Right. Like, I'm going back and researching some of the views that she talked about, some of the issues that she pointed out. So I'm going back and researching that to me. And I had that impression I was, I was going to ask you because I wanted to know if, like, in books like this one, the book, like the Kamala's book, does it, whatever the person said, does it mean that they did it or not? Like, for me, I'm thinking they wouldn't lie, but I, I want to verify it. I had that, you know, urge because she did so much things that I'm like, wow, like I'm fascinated and I'm like, okay, maybe I need to double check if she really so did I, it. Sh- and that's a good point. I'll share it later on because like I told you, I don't know mm-hmm. if we, before we joined, I was telling on, mm-hmm. I told when we start taping, mm-hmm. but uh, another thing that I do when mm-hmm. I pick a book is I go out there and do some research about the book, oh, about what people oh. say about the book, okay, right? So okay. your comment that you just made is a common comment, mm-hmm. common comment that people make <laughs> mm-hmm. because when people are reading political book, they don't, mm-hmm. know, they don't know is it true because I mean, exactly. nobody, nobody trusts mm-hmm. politician, right? Mm-hmm. So I'll tell you the part that people say are truth and the part that people say they were not sure. Oh, that's them. awesome. Yeah, Thank the, you. Thank the you. action plan. So okay. do, you other, uh, do you have any yeah, other? Yeah, that's my second one. My third one was, let me, so it probably has to do with all the work that she did, but mainly I was really impressed by all of the new initiatives that she did as a DA in California. I, I didn't know her then. I'm going to tell you like just full, <laughs> full disclosure, Lizette. I only became aware of her when she entered the race to be a president in the beginning. And I really didn't do any like research on her till she became when Biden chose her. Right. Do you see what I mean? So I was really impressed by all of the, by all of the things that she did. And I was feeling bad that I didn't support her as hard in the beginning when she was going, like she was trying to be a president, you know, in the race. Mm-hmm. I yeah I felt bad about that so that was like what you know kind of my aha moment like I kind of realized <laughs> oh my god your personal yeah. aha moment yes I I, pretty, I I realized oh my god this is my girl <laughs> what was I doing do you see what I mean like right I right. need to support her this is like my sister right like on top of it she's so smart she did a bunch of things and like you said I don't know if it's true or not right I didn't verify it but based on what I read, I was like, man, this woman is so smart. Why can't she even be the president? Right. Let's leave vice president. Let's give her the presidency. What? You know what I mean? Step, step one. Yes. Yep. 2024. Exactly. So I, I agree with you on that too. And that's another point that I have toward the end. Because although that I, I even, although that I thought I knew her, mm-hmm. you know, I still... Maybe I'll keep that point for later, but I'm going to say a little bit. I still feel like, you know, most people, you know, don't know about her at all, you know, because oh. a lot of things that I heard in the media about her, mm-hmm. the media trying to define her and everything, you know, mm-hmm. and I have a suggestion at the end about how politicians should manage how they portray themselves through their book, yes. you know, mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. cool. So we got your three ahas. Now let's yeah. go to the takeaway. So my takeaway, takeaway mm-hmm. number one was 
her work. So in my takeaways, I, I focus more on her work because uh, now we shift from her personal life, her love story. Mm -hmm. We didn't get mm -hmm. everything we want, but we're still happy about she tell us a little about her dog dog story. But her, in the takeaway, I pick things that she talk about policy part, you know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I have to be the truth. You know, I'm a political junkie, but mm -hmm. Some, I mean, I tried to read Condoleezza book and it's a mm -hmm. Bible. I haven't, mm -hmm. I wanted to bring it, but it was even too heavy for me to bring it on my table here. <laughs> Just to tell you. So policy book can be annoying and boring, you know? Okay. So I love, I don't know if it's because I like Kamala or the way mm -hmm. she talks, but mm -hmm. I think she can relate to people. So mm -hmm. because she can relate to people, she was able to uh, explain her policy very well, very okay. well for us. Mm -hmm. Make it palpable, easy to... Mm -hmm. Digest. understand mm -hmm. exactly mm -hmm. so my first takeaway in terms of policy was really her work with child abuse you know mm -hmm. one of the things that i really i mean I'm, I'm really strong about is really woman right like if you ask me on top of like i mean i'm just gonna be full disclosure election mm -hmm. is over so i'll tell you my policy choice mm -hmm. in picking a candidate number one is immigration for me mm -hmm. number two is healthcare. Mm -hmm. number three is a woman right all those three are the same for me too <laughs> and like immigration four, is on top because we are immigrant i feel like i went through that exactly number four is a is a racial justice mm -hmm. and all that you know mm -hmm. and then number five i'm forgetting now but number five has to do with like education school, education school and all that okay and student so, loans and exactly. all that so when you look at Kamala, she, she, she hid all that. And then, so one, one of my aha kind of like takeaway was like, oh, I think that's why I like her. Because when, when the election started back in the primary, I wrote down like my most important issue. And then every time I listen to a candidate, if they're flopping on immigration, I put them on the side. If they don't know what they're talking about, healthcare-wise, I put them on the side. And when I say healthcare, I'm specifically on the maternal a woman healthcare because I went through infertility battle. I went through like a woman healthcare issue. Those are the ones that I care about. You know, I mean, healthcare is important, but that specific one is what I care about. Like cancer research. These are mm -hmm. like things related to women, women, mm -hmm. women uh, health. So mm -hmm. Kamala talking about child abuse, how she helped with uh, teenage abuse, defending, you know, defending kids and young, mm -hmm. young girl in California mm -hmm. really touched me, really touched me. And then the second part was also this four, four part of her policy that I like, and I'm just going to list them. The other mm -hmm. one is uh, she showed us that she was fearless. Mm -hmm. fighter. She was a fighter. She was courageous. Mm -hmm fighting the big banks mm -hmm. and that was one of her campaign thing but i never understood it me neither practically how she did it so she was able to walk us through how she did it if you remember part of the book where she was talking about she called the jp morgan ceo and i was like yes my girl because when i get really passionate and really pissed I don't, I don't care who is on top. I'll call whoever to solve what I need. And when I was literally like, okay, what did you get to tell the guy? You know, how is she going to go? And she was like, put him on the phone because it's like, you don't have anything to lose. You know, you really fighting. So that show us that, you know, she's courageous. She's a fighter and she is the kind of person that we need mm. where she is. Immigration policy. I mean, when she went on and started talking about people at the border, because she lives, she's from California, right? She's mm -hmm. a senator from California, which was one of the largest states in mm -hmm. the country. So being a senator from California, it's almost like you're already running a, a, a mini country. Let's just call it that, you know, because California is, I don't know if it's 55 million of population or something, but you're running 
literally a mini country. So she talked about immigration, California border with Mexico. So she's, she has seen a lot about how immigration affect folks and affect families. So she was able to like explain in detail mm -hmm. how immigration affect us. And uh, I really love her vision of immigration. And the last one is really, it's, it's basically my takeaway overall is, uh, I think you already mentioned that she's not only a progressive, not in the world progressive, but she has forward thinking ideas. She's a problem solver. When she attack a problem, she likes to solve it all the way through the yep. end. And I really yep. love that about her. So those are my two takeaways. Okay. I love them. I don't know if it's because we're both immigrants, but I do love your takeaways. And I think that's kind of, it has to do with mine as well. Well, there's another one that was a takeaway for me, but I think that we can talk about that later. No, so, yep. So my first takeaway, like you said also, is all of the work that she, was, she has done. But the other thing that I want to add to what you say, Lizette, is that she not only see the problem now, but she sees future problems, right? Remember how she was talking about the question that she asked some of the FBI director, people that were go mm -hmm. going to be the FBI director, or yeah. also this, the Justice Supreme, there was this guy. Yeah, the, uh, what is yeah, it? Yeah, I forgot Brett his name. Kavanaugh? Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Remember how she was, she's always thinking ahead of yes. the masses. Like everybody was asking these questions and then she asked this weird question and everybody's looking at her as if they're not understanding where she's going. So I feel like her mind is all the way up there. Like you say, she's progressive, but she can think way ahead of all of us. Right. And then she can see where something could become a problem. Right. So I kind of, that was a takeaway for me because it means that not only should you as you know, of course, as a mother, I feel like that's what we do every day anyway with our kids. So she's not looking at the current problems on how to resolve them, but she's thinking about future problems. How do we tackle those problems right now to make sure they don't become a problem? Like, let's tackle those issues now. Let's resolve them so that way it doesn't become a problem later on. The, the part that I love was when she was talking about the environmental problems, right? When she was talking about, you know, how we should start saving, you know, kind of recycle the water, that part was amazing to me because I was like, okay, she even told us how she connected it to being a true, how do you want a security problem later on, right? Mm, she kind of, mm. she connected the dots till she came like, this is going to be a security problem because it's going to cause, how do you call it? Like drought. And then we wouldn't have food. And then people, we start stealing. I, I love that. That was like a takeaway. I was like, wow, this woman is like thinking way ahead of her time. Right. I hope she's not right, right? <laughs> so I hope she's not right. But that was one thing that I, I took away. And then another thing was the immigration that she talked about, you know, like in the, you know, those three countries in the border in South America, Nicaragua. Yeah, the triangle. Elsa, the tri uh, yeah, the triangle, yes. El Salvador. I forgot yes. the third one. So she was talking about Guatemala. How, Guatemala. Yeah, Guatemala, yes. So she was talking about these people coming here for a better life because and how we were treating them, right? Yes. So I like how she, her forward thinking on immigration, how she went to visit. I love the fact that she always goes and wants to feel what people are feeling. Because of course, now she, true, she came from a middle class, Lizette, because she, she went through most of the stuff that we did go through, right? Mm -hmm. In Africa, for example. But 
she doesn't know really what's going on right now. So I like that she likes to go talk to people that are actually dealing with those issues to be able to, like, she likes to hear from them. Right. So that way she can find solutions for them. So I like that. I like that she's doing that. That's awesome. Because that's the only way you can stay close to the problem. You can't just be, it's like you can be in a conference room trying to resolve a problem for customer service and you've never taken a phone call in your whole life. Right. Don't make sense, right? That it doesn't make sense. But we do that every day anyway, right? Corporate America. Yes. So I like how she goes and she's trying to get a feel of the like what the people are going through to be able to help them the way they want, not the way she wants. So those would be like my two takeaways from the book. Is it? That's good. That's good. Because you even remind me, I, I love doing this with somebody else because then you get like almost like a 360 view of the book because like I always tell you guys, I have just my one view of, and when you're reading a book, you connect to things that is already in your life that you want to connect to. Like I didn't connect to the environmental uh, story much. I thought it was interesting, but it didn't resonate to me, you know, maybe because, okay, full transparency. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say I don't care about the environment, but I'm not like, uh, it's not on my list. Like, like, yeah, I, no, least, I'm like not. I list my thing. Like my daughter, <laughs> my daughter care more about the climate than I do. You know, young people care about the climate. Like mm-hmm. it's not on my list of things to watch out for things to watch of? out for it's mm. it was it's never because i'm like i'm gonna be gone probably in another that's um, the african in you by the way is it <laughs> yes you know and but my daughter is like, oh no the planet you know we need to recycle so yes but but you know what it was it kind of like even though it's not in my top priorities either is it it kind of resonated to me the way she connected the dot and i understood it right, right. away yes it made yeah it made it make sense and i was like oh my gosh it's so right like i never thought you know the planet you know us saving the planet we help us down the down the road right right so that was good yeah that's the progressive part of her all right mm-hmm. cool so now let's get thank you for that let's get to action plan and for the action plan Implement later. That's really later. the goal okay. with action mm-hmm. plan. But mm-hmm. with a book from a political person, there's really not much to implement, right? Well, there is, Lisa. There you is. and okay. I could you and I could care more about the planet, Earth. Exactly. <laughs> yes, I, I agree. So I, I felt like the action plan was not something I can take and go do. Oh but, yeah, yeah. But but to your point, original point, I felt like a lot of people do not know about Kamala, you know, like you, 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 yep, you're right on yep. with, uh, to us, right? A lot yes. of people didn't know about her. And so having a book like this, even me knowing about her, I would say maybe 50% just by reading stuff here and there, I was even more enlightened and I fell more in love with her. And I was so happy that I even voted for her because, and I supported her from day one because she kind of like talk about things that I care about from the beginning so that was easy for me but i think a lot of people don't know about her at all and i would highly suggest you know for politicians that are like instead of because politicians usually they come up with book 
mm-hmm. for 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 the election you know when a politician have a book out people are like oh they're trying to run you know mm-hmm. but i will suggest to politician to use the book as a campaign tool because usually yes you know bring, what i never thought about that when they no, bring the right. book out they're trying to make money i'm sure she's gonna make like a million or a couple of million from the book but i think the other solution for them i don't i mean it's like do you want to make money or you want to get food you know which mm-hmm. one do you want i think both can happen still but i will say if i was a politician which i can be one day if I was exactly yeah if i was ever to run for office what i will do from my perspective will write a book you know find somebody to sponsor the book mm-hmm. and buy a book of it and at every campaign stop i give people my book for free for free that would be a good idea that way people Mm -hmm. like you and i that are a little bit educated and prone to read book if i go to her campaign event i'll get the book for free and eventually Mm. as a serial reader you know i might flip through some pages Mm -hmm. and learn something about the person you know and Lynette, you 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 nail you nailed this like this is a great point that you brought up because when somebody is going to run for an office, right? I want to say that they don't necessarily have the time to go over all of their positions, right? So having the book with your political views, especially the way she wrote her book, right? It helps the public understand where you stand at every level, right? Like at every topic where you stand. And then it, it will help them make a better choice when they're voting. Right. So you're right. You're right. Yeah, I didn't think about that. That's a great action plan. Thank you. Like, so, so I, I felt maybe the action plan not for us, but it's really mm-hmm. for any politician that do listen to us one day, if they want to, <laughs> or for any of us that want to yes, run for that politics. Run. I yes. think it's a good way to share. And another thing is, I felt like as a prosecutor, she made a case for herself in the book, like she lay out everything about her you know she dis and for me another thing action plan for me was not only she enlightened me but she demystified some of the things that people say about her if you remember Mm -hmm. a couple of things people say about her was oh she she i mean she got married because she was gonna run yes right yes that's a lie six years ago that was not part of the the calculation right Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. another thing is people say she wanted to be attorney general she never wanted to be i mean a united states attorney general Mm -hmm. she wanted to take the job of loretta lynch that came mm-hmm. after every holder. She never wanted the job, you know. She yeah. Was didn't she on... refuse a job? Remember, refuse didn't it. she refuse? Yeah. yeah. Refuse so, Lynette, let me let me add something before I forget. So, there was a rumor that I heard, not like I didn't read about it, but one of an acquaintance, somebody that I know, <laughs> on Facebook posted that she arrested a bunch of African American men, right? When I read the book, I actually saw, remember that program that she set up with the truancy. The, the truancy. Yes. Well, yeah, the truancy. That's, that's the next thing on my list. Yes. Oh, exactly. okay. Okay. There's another one. Hold on. The, the, it's called, let me see if I can remember. It's, it's called take, maybe take it back or something. Oh, take them back. Oh, take, yeah, I know, I know. It's like bring them back. Yes. yes, bring them back or something like that where she was helping them to learn something, right? Yes. And then they can graduate and yes. then their record will be uh, expunged. Is expunged. that the right yes. word? Okay. Yes. Yes. So is, is that what people are saying that she 
gelled a lot of african-american no she didn't she didn't and that that's that's the thing about the book is like she demystify all that for us so yes the truancy she demystify because people talk about it and i argue with a lot of friends and family members for months for months about that even though i didn't have the full story behind it but i argue because and i even explained to my mom while i was reading the book is like here is the whole thing she mm-hmm. made it possible so parents can become responsible and accountable to and have help, them. right? Their kids Remember? go to school, yes, yeah. and have help. So that's for the truancy. In terms of like black men, mm-hmm. I mean, her job as an as a prosecutor is to prosecute case, right? Mm-hmm. So if there's something wrong, you're gonna go to jail. That's just part of the American. And, and you're right. She's not choosing who's committing um, exactly, like a, a felony, right, or the crime. Yes, like it, it, maybe did. it happened to be a lot of black people, right? Exactly. But what she did, which nobody else does, or uh, she's the one that is the leader in it, she created a program, re-entry program, that's what it's called, you know? Okay, yeah, that's it. Program <laughs> where when you go to jail and you come back, instead of just because statistics has shown that when you come back from jail, there's a 55% chance for you to go back again in less than a year right? Mm-hmm. So they mm-hmm. create like an 18-month program in that time frame where you are like in your probation, where you have a high chance of going back, doing some stupid thing and going back. Mm-hmm. You can you can learn how to finance. You can read books. You can take some college credit. So do some stuff that will allow you to find job. And mm-hmm. she talked about it early in her career and which was something that it was so well that even the attorney general holder wanted to expand in the whole United States, which I think something she's going to definitely, you know, evangelize as the vice president, mm-hmm. whoever, whoever they pick as attorney general for the entire country. Yes. So she did that. But I think, and that's my word. I don't have any other word. Most people like ignorant. That's the mm-hmm. problem. Most mm. people like ignorant and they never take the time. To, to read, right? To read, you know, or even to understand her policy. So I think by reading her book, she demystify. I mean, she literally just explain in plain English what she did in those programs. But usually people, and I think that's what happened because politicians, they show up on a TV, which is like 45 minutes or even 30 minutes, and they just give you highlight, you know? So mm-hmm. that's why my action plan or suggestion is really for them to give those book away you know go put in library go put in school because especially young people will read you know college students that's all they do they have to read project right insert it into like the college student library so they have the book available and read it because when young people understand something they can explain to their parents they can explain to their ignorant uncle that don't read you know and the the information we spread in a different way you know Mm -hmm. i'm not using ignorant as a bad thing but people just don't read i mean Mm -hmm. and we know that leaders are readers and readers are leaders so and there's not a lot of a leader out there. So it's just because people don't read because once you start reading often, and that's one of the reasons why I wanted to create this, not because we are ignorant, but because we want to enlighten ourselves. Because just because you got the information, Chantal, mm-hmm. your family friend that was texting you during the election, talking mm-hmm. about all this, you can just give her the book for the holidays true, and true. say, that's a good idea read this you know yeah i posted a couple of weeks ago that i'm giving book for the holidays you know because you did say that you did say that you're like you're not getting anything else just books i'm like too many people are ignorant you know they need to read because the more i read i just realized that when you read a lot and then you start having conversation with people that don't read or ignorant you can determine their ignorance it kind of like reveal them you know Mm -hmm, because they, mm -hmm. they tell you an argument 
and they cannot back it. Like you and I yes. just got enlightened and instructed on what she did on truancy, on mm-hmm. the pol- on the police reform. Mm-hmm. On she even created a police reform where police have to wear body cam. She was yes. like one of the first attorney mm. general to do that in the country. Yep. yep. You know, and mm-hmm. people have the nerve to ask like if she care about people or not. No, because if you you care about police more than you care about people, you won't ask them to wear body. Yeah. Yes. Hide True. evidence mm-hmm. from what they're doing. So mm-hmm. that's my action plan. I don't know. Please share your action plan. Yeah, Lisa, I have one thing that I want to mention and I'm sure you had it as well. So even though I kept raving and, you know, saying that Kamala is so smart, I actually had an, an I want to say an aha moment where I read that she failed the law exam the first time. I was yes. like, what? So I just, my action plan would be, hey, you can do anything you put your mind to, right? So even if you fail the first time on maybe your goal, right? Or your dream, or, you know, let's say anything that you have set up as a goal, you can do it, right? You can keep working hard and yes. succeed at it. That's a good because, one. Right? Because I was, weren't you surprised to leave it that she I failed was it? not. I was not actually. Oh, okay. I've failed several classes before. Full transparency. Don't say I, that, Lizette. She's like, I wasn't surprised. I was like, I was. No, I was not because I, I mean, I, I, I for, for truthfully, I was not because I failed several times before, you know. But the great part is you don't give up, you know. And I told you I was gonna tell you things that people say about her, about the mm-hmm. book, right? Yes. That was yes. one thing. One of the commentator online said that, oh, you know how politicians when they write book, they always wanna call a sugarcoat the story, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. She never diving into her failure. The when mm-hmm. she fell, um, it did right. I mean, but this person was like, she need to. She only gave one or two sentences. I'm like, how <laughs> many? You want a chapter on a failure? This is not a book on failure, you know. Yeah. So, but I like and to I- bring that forth so you guys know that people think about things differently. She talked mm-hmm. about she fell, and mm-hmm. she talked about how hard she was. I remember the first time I fell an exam. I, I felt like the. Do you know there's a back home where we call CEPE is like an elementary yes. one? Yes. So that's one that I failed before, you know? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that that was like the first failure, the first failure for me because I was mm-hmm. like nine or ten. Yeah. And I will never forget it. It mm-hmm. was not because I was a bad student. I was mm-hmm. actually one of the brightest students in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And I was it just happens, right? I stayed in my house for like three months. I couldn't come out because I was so embarrassed. Said, you you so like me. <laughs> I need to tell you my story. So like in high school, right? I used to be in this school, this private school, and then I move on to another private school after middle school. So in middle school, the whole time I was valedictorian, right? So I move on to this high school. I'm new there. The first math test that we do, I get a zero. Oh, gee. I'm crying. Everybody heard in the school that there's this new girl that came in the school, she used to be a valedictorian at another school and she got a zero. My husband even heard about it and he told me after we got married. Wow. <laughs> he was like, shut up. Everybody was saying in the whole school, there was this girl that was crying over a math quiz or a math test. And I was like, yeah, like I've never had zero before. Like I was so ashamed. Like I remember I wouldn't even get out of the class. Like I'll, my parents would drop me I would go to the class and they stay there till the class is over. People will leave before I leave. 
so that's how bad the failure was for me yeah so um, so i that's why i say i was not surprised when she revealed i was actually um encouraged you know and it's good it's like pepper and salt you know there's there's high and low in life the other thing that people say she glossed over or she didn't talk about was her immigration how her, uh, she kind of like criticized barack barack obama mm -hmm. the president barack obama a little bit but she mm -hmm. never said his name because she was talking about how immigration was immigration policy was happening around 2014 time frame oh yes but she didn't she, say any name but she i remember didn't say any name that yes. so the guy was like she was talking about barack obama but when she wanted to praise Barack, President Barack Obama. He said his name. <laughs> he said the full name. So, yeah. I mean, I, I always like to bring those people perspective because it mm -hmm. gives you an idea about, you know, mm -hmm. what people think. But mm -hmm. most other thing that she said in the book was good. But mm -hmm. another thing that I love about her, because mm -hmm. we kind of like at the end, after action plan, we're going to yeah. talk about our review, our mm -hmm. rating. Mm -hmm. So in terms of the rating, I love, love 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 the book you know mm -hmm. it's a political book so i don't expect to be like so in love mm -hmm. but i could relate a lot to her from her childhood her mother being a scientist you know her love story with dog and uh, how she's such a hard worker mm -hmm. and another thing that i relate with her she's born in october you know she has the same birthday like my dad so i know Aww. that she's like a, a fighter she's a go-getter mm -hmm. and i'm proud of her but i also love that she's bright she's like a, such a fresh because most politicians, I don't want to say they're not smart, but not they, they, they don't know the coolest thing. Are, are you trying to say they are dead set in the ways? Yes, they, okay. like they don't know the latest and greatest thing. Because she was like, I'm in software testing, right? And she was talking about innovation, technology, mm -hmm. testing, especially when she was talking about election security. She was talking about how it should be tested, mm -hmm. tiny bugs. She was talking about like bug, bug mm -hmm. triage. I was like, mm -hmm. that's my girl. She's speaking <laughs> my language, you know? And she's not even a technical person. Like most mm -hmm. senators don't even know what is a computer, you know? Mm -hmm. If mm -hmm. you ever listen to a, a hearing when Facebook founders Zuckerberg go to like Senate, it's like laughable mm -hmm. moment because they're like, <laughs> what is a hashtag you know but she yeah. thinks and i think mm -hmm. part is because she's young you know mm -hmm. even though she's 55 she's young mm -hmm. because she's from california because california has silicon valley so yes. she naturally just understand those but i think mm. her husband also working he's an entertainment and technology lawyer that's oh, what i think she so it's probably how she's able to manage with the new technology yeah coming. So I feel like she's, she's, what is the word? I, I, I don't want to use progressive, but she's mm -hmm. fresh. She's mm. innovative, you know, and that's what mm. we need because I mean, frankly, Biden is like pretty old right now. Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. He's old, even if his mind is so fresh, but mm -hmm. thank God there's Kamala there because Kamala understand what's happening right what's now. Happening. You know, yes, yes. she know what's happening with technology. She's know what's happening with the young kids. She mm -hmm. know what's happening with student loans. She know what's happening with mom. She knows mm -hmm. she, she's current. She's active. Mm -hmm. she's, yes. she's relevant. That's the word. Mm -hmm. She's relevant to what's happening today. And I think she she's going to be here for a long time. So yeah. that's, my, that's my rating. So I rating. give her a three. Three over what? Over three? Three over, three over five. Okay, over five. I actually, I think I actually did her, I, did, I gave her four over five when I was uh, reading the book on Goodreads. And mainly because one, I know nonfiction is not my genre, right? 
it's not my genre. Like I'm just gonna full disclosure. <laughs> <laughs> you you read more. I'm I, I'm I'm pretty sure you read more of those. I don't um, even read fiction book at all. I don't really. No, I never. love fiction book. I mean to like right now I'm reading this French romantic book. So that's me. But I do both. So I need you know the nonfiction to bring me back to earth. So. <laughs> So uh, I gave her a four just because usually I get bored with nonfiction book unless it, it kind of grabs my, it picks my interest and it did. Right. And it's probably because I'm fascinated by her. Like <laughs> I, when I read the book, I feel like she was transparent. She told us without even verifying what she said, I felt like there was a lot of truth to it. The other thing also, and I, I think we mentioned it earlier, was that she could have just wrote about all of her successes, but she did tell us about, hey, even though she was successful at her work, she married late, right, in her right. age. It means that she didn't have a family, right, life, right. per se. Mm -hmm. yes. So it's not a failure, no, but it, it, that's her. So she did talk about that. I like how she also said she failed the, the exam, you know, the... Um, bar, the bar exam, exam. Mm -hmm. yeah. So that means that hey, she's not, she's not like uh, what's the term? Like I want to say that she's not one that's always successful, right? Like right. it makes me, it makes uh, me think that she's real. She's okay. real, as opposed to being this fantasy. And maybe she's not telling us the truth. But here I can see that she did propose some bills that were never voted as laws, right? So she right. talked about that too. So I know that she has a lot that she needs to work on based mm -hmm. on the book. I'm just going to say, I love it. I love it. Like, <laughs> even though it's a nonfiction and I could be biased, right? Lizette, because I love her, but I feel like I really enjoy reading the book. I enjoyed getting to know her. By the way, Lizette, her mom is from, Ma from Madras or Madrid, whatever, which is where I was last year. I don't know if you remember. I don't, we haven't talked about it, but she's from Chennai. Her mom. Oh, okay, yeah. Chennai, yeah. Yeah. So I was in Chennai like in January, way before the whole COVID. The pandemic? Oh, okay. Yes. I didn't know that. Okay. I came back like right before. I could have been stuck there. Oh, for work? <laughs> yeah. For because work? I have yeah, for work. I have a team there. So okay. we just hired a team there like last year. So I went like January and February and came back around like February-ish there. So I was so happy. I was like, oh my God, I, I like, I know you where go, she's you from. Yeah. I was like, man, like I know her, you know? I, you, I know like, you know <laughs> Yes. I was like, I even told my team in Chennai, like they were happy with me too when they won, when Biden right. parents won. They right. were like, Chantal, your, your girl won. I was like, it's your girl too. <laughs> yes. Her people were really happy, you know? Yes. She, another thing yes. that I like about her and I'm happy you, you brought that up is mm -hmm. she really, she really value you know her heritage you know yeah she bring all her heritage the jamaican part the the indian part the south indian part so she she really you know value her heritage which is i'm proud that, of her mom right Lizette, oh her mom, her mom is like it's like a fighter you know yes. because her mom i mean let's talk about it her mom mm -hmm. being an indian woman and marrying a jamaican man that, Back That's in the, unreal. Yes, in the back 19, in those days. Yes, seventy something. Mm -hmm. Her mom is a rebel. She mm -hmm. let's call it what it is. Yeah, she's a rebel. She she's is a rebel. And then she was into civil rights. What do you yes. care? Like you, yeah. you, you just came here. 
Yeah. You're supposed to just do your classes and then you go yes. with your making guy. She's and like, then married him. Marry him and have kids and know yeah. that your kids are black. Mm-hmm. Back in, in the in the in 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 that time. In that you know? time, yeah. Make sure that they raise black. That's I mean, this woman. I want to say her parents, like her, well, Kamala's mom's parents, right? The grandparents, they're very progressive then, right? Like yes, you say. her dad, she said that her dad, I don't know if she said in the book or I heard it, mm-hmm. I said that before. Her grandfather, because mm-hmm. she has, she traveled several times to India. Her mm-hmm. grandfather was a politician and he okay. was a really progressive person. I mean, mm-hmm. come on, he has to be progressive to bring, to send his 17 years old daughter. <laughs> to the U.S. by herself. But right. not only anywhere in the U.S., but in California, in you California. know, because by Back yes. then, California was like hippie, you know, because I mean, mm. you it could be Texas because Texas is really conservative, but yes. the coast are really like more progressive. So mm. when your daughter say they're going to California, you better watch out, you know, yep. she might not yep. come back straight. So yes, <laughs> yes. So, so I think that that, that 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 that's a great thing. So I also enjoy the book. Now let's talk about our next book that we're gonna read. I know, yes. I I want to make sure that. Every- Everybody enjoy the holidays. That's why we are doing our last book. But yep. I want to propose you a holiday bonus book if you want to read. Mm-hmm. If you like itching to like, oh, mm-hmm. I cannot wait to mm-hmm. wait to read. There's mm-hmm. a book that I, I've been wanting to read, and I think mm-hmm. I'm gonna grab it for the holidays. I hope it's not too long. If it's okay. long, well, there's no accountability. I don't have to come back and tell you guys anything. Well, about I it. thought if we pick it, we have to do something. No, we don't. This this one is a bonus <laughs> pick, you know. Oh, so, okay. So there's two books. The one that we're going to read in January, mm-hmm. for January, is mm-hmm. Atomic Habit okay. by uh, James Clear. A lot of people have been telling me about this book, and I mm-hmm. think it's, a, it's, it's timely for the mm-hmm. holiday from, for January. Hopefully, we all made it by January 2021. Yeah, Amen. I know. Right? If we yep. made it by January 2021, we need to reset our habit. So this yes. Book, so this would be book good for us. Yep. For, for us. So the books talk about different habits that you need to have, you know, mm. how to cultivate good habits. And I know 2020 has been bad. I know, you know, I need to get back on the gym. Me I need too. to get back to drinking more water. So I'm like, oh, let's just wait. <laughs> we'll do it over in 2021, you know. Or 2021. So that's a good book to reset, you know. It's okay. a resetting book. But the okay. holiday bonus book that I was going to talk about is, I love traveling and I'm sure you do too. Mm-hmm. This book is called Traveling is a Political Art. Okay. It has been on my list for a year, but I'm curious. I'm just going to go read it and say, so okay. what, what is it about? What is it yeah. about? Yeah, okay. I'll check those, it out. So those are the two books, but I'll put it in the group for everybody to do it. So okay. that's about What it. about, what a uh, great time, Lisa. Thank you so fun. much for... Thank you.